The first day of the Bogotex Elite Club Challenge has come and gone. There's been thrills, there's been spills, there's been goals, there's been cards, there's been excitement, a plenty. We are absolutely stoked that we are part of the adventure today, this weekend, and bringing you the story tonight. Joining me is Jacinta Jab from Riverside Hockey Club and Malrick Maddox from Blue Hockey Club. They'll tell me about the day, they'll tell me about the plans, and they'll tell me about the culture of their club. It's the Belgatex Elite Club Challenge. This is Hockey, the podcast. First day of action is done and dusted. It's a good win for the defending champions, Riverside. Good wins as well uh, for Blue. And of course, Western Province Cricket Club on the women's side in the friendly game. Getting a win as well over Riverside as they make their mark. And welcome to the Belgatex Elite Club Challenge for Phoenix. What a great win against the defending champions in the women's tournaments. We can't wait to tell you more about it. But you don't want to just hear from me, you want to hear from the stars of the show. And we're back with Justin Sajab. She is a former national player, she of course represented the country at various age groups, went to Youth Olympic Games, as well as a Junior World Cup in Mönchengladbach in Germany in 2013. We don't want to talk to her about that today, though we want to talk to her about the epicness that is club hockey and, of course, the celebration of it that is the Belgatex Elite Club Challenge. Of course, today is day one, and uh, she's a, a member of the host team, Riverside. Of course, today they had a friendly game against Western Province Cricket Club. Uh, there's not really anything friendly when those two take the park together, but tomorrow, both their group games against Phoenix and... Uh, and Crusaders, the defending champions. Sinta, uh, welcome, and I, I would imagine you are back at the hotel now, enjoying the pleasant surroundings of uh, Riverside Hotel, um, and, and relaxing a little bit. Yeah, so with us obviously being um, the host um, for this uh, tournament, we get the pleasure of staying in our own homes. <laughs> I mean, it's just so like a 100%. So we've all gone back to uh, get changed and showered up, and we're gearing up to go support our boys at Hoppers 8 now, back at the turf. I mean, I, it's a beautiful concept, and, and it's a concept that's not often seen, of course, in everyday club leagues and stuff. You don't always get a chance to go and watch uh, your boys' side, your men's side. You don't often play at the same tournaments in the same times, uh, leagues or different days. Obviously, I know down in KZN, they might be a little bit better about it. But, um, yeah, it must be something quite nice to be in the same tournament, repping your team and then, you know, big-upping your, your men's side at the same time. Yeah, so I must say a big thing for us is that we have John T. Robertson as our one of our coaches leading us. So um, he's uh, always letting us know what time his games are. And we do make quite a big effort to get down and support our boys and really just build a, a good club culture of supporting one another. But definitely this Bulgatech tournament is a different, you know, surrounding atmosphere. 
So I'm super excited to watch the guys put out a great performance. Um, and yeah, just see what they can, uh, what, what good hockey they're going to put out. Cause I think it's a fantastic team that they've got as well as ours, but it's just really fantastic that we get the opportunity to, like you said, um, support each other. And I know they're going to be there maybe not so much eight o'clock in the, mo- in the morning tomorrow, but they'll be there, I'm sure, for our five o'clock game <laughs> in the afternoon. And look, that five o'clock game could be a humdinger. As I said in the start, uh, the nature of, of the events, of course, there are currently six women's teams. We, we, we know from our chat with Wayne Phillips, the design is to continue to grow it and, and make it a, a tournament that has pretty much equal men's and women's teams in the future. But because of that, it meant you guys had a bar today and, and a bar being that you got to play a friendly game. Uh, what do you think? Does that give you guys a little bit of advantage having that extra game in under tournament conditions uh, uh, before you get under the real crux of the, the adventure tomorrow? A hundred percent. I think it was really fantastic. You know, it's been a while since we came up against these um, these clubs with obviously COVID being a factor. So not really knowing even personnel of who's in the various um, teams anymore. It was really amazing to just one, firstly, get to see some old faces and reconnect um, on that level off the field. And then on the field, yeah, to, you know, have some competitive hockey against a club that we don't get the chance to play against. Um, it was a fantastic game tonight. It uh, offered a lot of positives and really manageable moments that we can fix going into the pool stages tomorrow against the two top teams as well. And like I said, the defending champions. So I think that's going to be a really, really heat game at five o'clock. Um, so I think it was a massive advantage for our team. And I think Western Province and the various other clubs uh, to have played a game that uh, technically didn't really count for anything tonight um, going into uh, the big games tomorrow for points. But I mean, JJ, we, we, we obviously know that there's no such thing as games that don't count in club hockey. Um, and you guys would have wanted to get one over Province Creek Club. They were victorious tonight over you guys. Is there now a hope that you can play them in the final and, and set the record right? I think it would be fantastic to to match up against them again. Um, like I said, it was a feisty game, a fast game. Um, there's some serious, youthful, uh, just speedy players in that in that Western Province Cricket Club team. And I think it maybe caught our, our ladies off guard in the very beginning. Um, we got a goal scored against us quite early into the game, which um, really then <laughs> woke us up. And uh, then we had to really pull our socks up and get going, um, which then resulted in the 3-2. But it was a back-and-forward game nonstop. And I agree. There's, it's, uh, as much as you say, it didn't count for anything. Thing. I know they're taking a lot out of that game. We took a lot out of it. And, um, yeah, I'm sure words will be whispered through the hockey grapevine as to structures of how they were played so that the teams tomorrow know how to set up and how to maybe get a win over the various other clubs. <laughs> Look, it's 2022. Despite ESCOM's best efforts, there is never a secret in hockey anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so, Jacinta, I wanted to also ask you, I mean, to me, I, this is my second Bulgatex Elite Club Challenge that I, I've been at, um, and uh, it's something that, to me, having experienced in the last one, just before COVID, just took my love of the club game to a next level. You are a proud, impassioned Riverside hockey player. You've been there right through the age groups. You, you, you rose all the way to the top of the pops and got an international cap for your country. Now, how much of... Uh, how much pride is there for you in, in representing your club today still? And, and also, how big of an impact does, does club hockey play on your life? So 
So, yeah, firstly, um, I've been um, involved with Riverside um, since I was like a wee tot. And my entire family has actually played for the club at some point. So we are definite um, Riverside fans and club members for life. And, um, yeah, I think it was just you know, it's such a, it's such an impactful environment to get involved in from a young age. And being a person that's involved in a school environment myself now, I am the first person to tell my girls to get into the club system because it just elevates your game. It just brings another, you know, part of uh, the way that you can read the game, being surrounded by different um, individuals, older individuals, more experienced individuals, and being younger. Um, it's just such a fantastic way to grow yourself in, in, in the game. So I think especially we have um, developed a strong culture of breeding some youthful players as well as some experienced players. We want to offer the door open, open, uh, sorry, open the door, uh, well, open the door, sorry, <laughs> to a lot of the schoolgirls to invite them in. You know, we, we are, we have the benefit of having two teams in our Prem division here, um, which then allows the girls to have twice an advantage of making their first or second, but then compete against all the best girls in KZN. And that's why we pull as much as we can the schoolgirls into that system to just grow them. Our team or that's going into this Belgatex um, club uh, this weekend is a beautiful mixture of some use and an experience. And I think that's just what makes the club environment so fantastic is that, you know, at school level, you're just playing against your relative age groups. You come into that club environment and it's the same game, but different, different, a whole different concept of it. So, yeah, I, I think that the club is so important for South Africa. Um, just having experienced it in Pretoria and Durban, it's so different, um, but also so, so similar in so many ways. And, um, yeah, I am the first person to push any of the youthful girls to come into school, girls to come into a club environment to experience it. I think it is the crux of South African hockey. You know, a lot of us are still here, you know, sweat, blood, tears on the turf. We're not looking to achieve higher than club level, but our passion is stronger than ever. Um, and I think, you know, that's something so fantastic that you'll get these older girls that are still there um, and wanting to develop players, wanting to play that professional still um, hockey. So, yeah, I absolutely love club hockey. I've played it since I was young. was fortunate enough to get pulled up when I was 14 into the first team and uh, went off to university, came back, and I'm... Um, stronger than ever for the Riverside Club. And um, yeah, I absolutely love it. Uh, I mean, I'm mesmerized listening to your story. I uh, wasn't the best club man growing up. I did play club hockey, but I wasn't really as involved. I am now as a father, very, very involved as my son is now playing club sports yeah. at my old club, but I'm much more involved now than I ever was. And and there is a camaraderie around clubs. And, and you know, obviously I, I've been good friends with uh, uh, Cindy Hack for a long time and I know she's someone you played along with and at Riverside and you know I came down and watched a few games when I'd visit Riverside has something special about it it is a a family club as you said your whole family played for it but it's got that family feel it's got those open arms and uh, importantly there really is a togetherness among all uh, all members of the Riverside family yeah and I think that's what's so special is that you know, no matter if you're playing for seventh, no matter if you're playing for fifth, there's just this idea of what it is to be a Riverside player. 
um, you know, and we've definitely gone through some hardships. We've had some ups, we've had some lows, you know. Um, I, when I got back um, from university in, in 2017, that was my first time experiencing the Bulgatex, um, you know, tournament. And it was just so amazing. I was like, whoa, like, is this what this, it was almost like a combination of Houston and IPT back home with the girls that I play with alongside of me every week and every weekend. And we got to then play against the girls, uh, you know, of various other clubs. Um, and I would love for, you know, the girls um, section to grow and the boys section to grow. So, and we get as many clubs as we can to, to come and be involved in this tournament because it is just such a fantastic tournament, firstly for the hockey and secondly for the social part of it, you know. And I think that's what we try to push is that Riverside is the host and we have amazing these amazing sponsors, uh, sponsorships you know, Belkatex, most recently Spa, and they're just so, yeah, their their contribution is amazing, you know, um, and now we've done the hard thing of playing the hockey, now we're going to go sit on the side and uh, cheer everyone on, enjoy a few, um, you know, social drinks there, and soak up this club environment. Um, so yeah, Riverside is, uh, I, I'm, I'm a definite Riverside girl all the way through. <laughs> and um, yeah, even till when I'm old and I'm <laughs> maybe pushing my, my retirement, I still think they'll be luring me in to play all the way through until I'm that old person that needs the ball pushed straight to their stick. <laughs> uh, absolutely love it. Look, uh, you can play till you're 60, you can play till you're 70. There's, there's players in this tournament who look like they're 60 and 70, so it's, it's all good. And I'm not pointing any fingers at your coach or anything, um, but I, I feel like Johnsy's played longer than I've been alive, and I'm older than him. Definitely, and he's still like faster than most people. <laughs> ah, 100%. Uh, just into the other thing about clubs and, and the camaraderie about club, you know, we often talk when you look at cricket, rugby, the things that set them apart is the international game, they go and play a hard game, and then the Springboks and Wales sit in the same changing room and have a beer together. Um, we don't see that at international hockey level, but we do get to see some of that at club hockey how, how special are those moments in the pub afterwards, uh, you know, whether it's drinking a beer, whether it's drinking a cream soda, but, but having that, uh, that social time with your opposition? Yeah, I think it's a massive part of why I've loved hockey for so long. Um, is, you know, you're so super competitive on the field, um, but straight away you're off the field, sitting in the pub there, enjoying that social side of it, and connecting with your fellow teammates and the opposition, you know, um, it's such an easy way to bond with someone over this amazing game, um, you know, and we were just discussing it as a club, how much we've missed that social side of it. You know, obviously we've all missed playing, but we've missed being able to enjoy the outside things of the field, you know, like the social drinks and all those that comes with it. And I think we're super excited to be able to experience that at this tournament now. I mean, just after our game and our warm up, we were lit oh, sorry, our warm down, we were literally all saying, right, guys, cool, get home, get to the turf, let's do this. It's all get together, be that host um, club that brings everyone together, starts the vibe, you know, gets everyone socially all ready for, a, for, for the tournament to officially start tomorrow. So I'm super excited to, to get down there and to enjoy it and to, like I said, see some old faces, some new faces and uh, just reconnect with everyone. There is a possibility you're going to get a fine for being late. 
Um, I, I accept if you defer it to me because I know we delayed this slightly because of uh, my load shedding issues. But, um, uh, I, you know, I'm giving you one deferral that you are free to use and, and I'll pay the, prime, the, the fine tomorrow. Um, Definitely. The, the, the last thing that I just want to chat about is obviously there is something that's a little bit different about Belgatex Elite is, is there is prize money up for grabs. It's not a, it's not a huge amount of money. It's not like winning the lotto. Um, do you think that affects uh, the players? I mean, are they extra amped for it because there is something up for grabs? I think it's an element of the tournament. I think it makes it more exciting to to um, put out better hockey. Um, you know, it's uh, it's there, but I don't think it's the driving factor of why we want to play this tournament. You know, it's almost like a nice little cherry on the top. Uh, it's definitely by no means what we're all um, out there trying to achieve. Um, you know, so I obviously I think we're super fortunate that we get even the opportunity to win some 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 money. And, and like I said, again, we're very fortunate to have those sponsorships. But, um, yeah, I can't talk, unfortunately, for the other team. But I know definitely from the Riverside uh, side is that we're, we're out there to put out some amazing hockey for ourselves, for the spectators. Um, and if we get that prize money, if we get to hoist that big check above our head, then that's, like I said, that's just the cherry on top of it. Well, and, and name and shame, which, which of your teammates is most likely to spend it all in the pub afterwards? I'll let you know after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacinta, that, that, that was awesome. Thank you very much. Go and enjoy the game. Um, as we speak, it is 0-0. Zero, zero. It's just started, so you shouldn't get in too much trouble. Um, and for those listening, uh, at some point on the day, today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this, go check out on Supersport Schools, on ES Media. Go and watch the games. Go and uh, support the teams. And if you are down in case, then get down to Riverside Sports Club there. And join us for a beer. Come find Jacinta and she will take you on in a down-down. Um, and you will lose. <laughs> Questionable, but maybe. <laughs> uh, awesome stuff. Jacinta, enjoy the game. Uh, we will be Thank back you so with uh, Mulrick Maddox uh, after the break from Baloo Hockey Club. Of course, they're up, they were up uh, today in their opening game. So we'll hear from him, the South African Outdoor and Indoor Dual National that was Jacinta Jab, and we'll be back with you after this. And we're back with Hockey the Podcast. It is the Belgatex Elite Club Challenge, and uh, we are live from Riverside Sports Club. You'll be able to hear some of the celebrations going on in the background, and we are joined by a man who has a fair amount of celebrating to do tonight. Baloo Hockey Club have gone and won their opening game, a comfortable victory by nine goals to zero and uh, utter domination. Of course, joining me to talk about uh, the Belgatex League Club Challenge, about the opportunity of playing with his club here and just about enjoying being around as uh, they triumphed over Phoenix is Marek Maddox, an indoor and outdoor dual national for South Africa, having gone to the previous Commonwealth Games. He's played for the indoor hockey side. And of course, he's down here at the Belgatex Elite playing for Blue. Uh, Mela, thanks for uh, joining me after the game. I know uh, you need to get back to the fans, so I can't talk to you for too long, otherwise you'll get more fans. But, um, yeah, so far so good on day one for you guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's always an honor to have a chat to you. Yeah, it was a really, really successful day one for us. I think it's a good way to start such a big tournament, uh, playing against top clubs in the country, so we're happy with with a win, with a three points, and in a tournament 
of such a stature, I think it's important to get those three points because uh, every game is like a court, like like a quarterfinal, or you have a must-win game. So any three points will take them, regardless of of how they come. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you you've brought it up and you've alluded to it. The tournament structure is such that. Um, you know, the top team from Group A and the top team from Group B is who makes the finals. So one slip-up could be costly. And, and you'll remember uh, the the last tournament where Baloo were invited and played their first one. You guys did just miss out on the final by, like, the skin of your teeth. So, uh, yeah, obviously need to be dialed in immediately. And uh, you got that right today. Yeah, definitely. And... Um we're just, we're just here to take one game at a time, but it's important for us as a club to compete against the top clubs in the country and to also show you know, that we, we belong and we belong here and that we can compete with the top clubs in the country. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you and I had some great chats down there at, uh, at uh, Riverside last time. Of course, we didn't think it would be three years before we got back to having another chat at uh, the Bogotex Elite Club Challenge. But it must be really great to have Baloo there. And, and obviously, it's the first time you guys have come to Belgotex Elite uh, since Ali passed. Is there a little bit of extra motivation for the boys uh, to go and win it for Al? Yeah, definitely. Um, since, his, since his tragic passing, uh, every time we step on the field, it's for him. It's for the club and that's for the legacy that he's built. So it goes without, goes without saying that every, every time we step on the field, uh, we give everything for him. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, and it's so clear. I mean, Baloo are a club known for their flair. Um, can we expect more of the same from you over the course of the tournament? Lots of flair, lots of direct, lots of goal scoring? Uh, I guess lucky situational time, uh, time will tell. But I think we we are definitely a team that, you know, we, we don't shy away from who we are. It's just about utilizing those skills in the right areas and making sure that it's effective when and where needed. MLA, it must be nice. I mean, apart from Jamie Seal, who, who's just been with the SA under 18s, it's pretty much your, your first choice team. It must be nice to be able to have the uh, the full strength team down there to uh, really give it a go and try and get one step further than you guys got uh, at the last event. Yeah, definitely. I don't think any team would want to compete with having key players missing. And Jamie Seal plays a big role in our club, uh, regardless of his age. We do believe that he's a big talent and that he contributes hugely to our team and for the past few years of success to our team. But we are really grateful that we could have all our players here and um, compete. And that's what we're here for. Yeah, and Mele, if we look at the, the schedule, obviously something that is different about Belgatex Elite is the fact that you play two games uh, tomorrow. You play a 10 o'clock game against Old Eds and an 8 o'clock game, the Humdinger, I'll be on commentary for that game. Is the Riverside Blue game? I mean that that could be, in all in all events and purposes, that could be a semi-final. Uh, you are correct, but I I think we'd like to just shift focus to it first tomorrow and get the win, and then we go on to the the next game. What's but what's it like? I mean, you you obviously don't often play two games on one day, uh, back up in Joburg League. Uh, how are you guys going to uh, do things a little bit differently to to guard the legs for that? Yeah, fortunately, we do play in Casey March Easter tournament, so most of our guys are used to playing two two games a day. So, uh, fortunately for us, we have had um, a tournament where we play more than one game a day. So, luckily, we have guys that are vastly experienced in playing more than one game a day. So, everybody 
he knows how to manage themselves and uh, yeah that's about it uh, man one of the things that i've always enjoyed about blue is is it is a very much a, a brotherhood that is going there and of course the sisterhood side of it too but you know the brotherhood is there is is that what keeps a lot of the guys there i mean Year in and year out, we see the same guys not moving clubs, even though there is a massive desire for some of them. You, you've got a lot of the guys coming through from the academy who have uh, guys lining up for their signature, yet they choose to stay with Blue. Why, why do you think that is the case? I think uh, Blue is just a club where you can express yourself and everybody's welcome regardless of of where you come from, uh, who you are, and your race, you know, age as well. So, it's just a brotherhood. It's an indescribable feeling when you are part of something where you feel like you belong. And it's hard to find something like that, uh, especially in team sports. You find that sometimes you join a team because you like what it looks like from the outside. But as soon as you get, uh, you become part of the team. It's not as a team from the outside. But you is everything you see from the outside, inside as well. And a lot of people do really just enjoy the culture that we have and you know the brotherhood we share with each other. And... I hope it shows on the field to everybody else that we are for each other and that we, we just love expressing ourselves and we, we love playing the game. Uh, it, you definitely are. The, the games that I've watched, that's definitely been the case. Uh, but for the uninitiated, for those who don't know much about Baloo, tell us a little bit more about the club. Where is it based? Uh, you know, What are the age groups that it has? And then importantly, who are the stars that people might recognize? Yeah, so Baloo is based in Maple Road. Kyle Army at, at Bilyeu College. The academy is based at Bilyeu College itself, Bilyeu Hockey Academy, which was obviously established by the late Alistair Fredericks, as you mentioned earlier on. And um, yeah, we have uh, various skill sessions. Um, Bilyeu Hockey Academy also runs through uh, how or rather how and Griffins run through Bilyeu Hockey Academy as well. So, so we do also utilize how and Griffins as a feeder to Bilyeu Hockey Academy. And um, we've been fortunate enough through the Alistair Fredericks uh, Hockey Trust Fund to be able to recruit players who come from rather less privileged backgrounds and grant them the opportunity to attend a private school and give them an opportunity to play hockey in a bigger province. And I think that program has been very successful. We just mentioned Jamie Seal, um, who's been one of the, the fortunate few that has come through this that uh, has been granted the opportunity and he's taken it with both hands. Marvin Simons, also a national under-21 player. Aiden Toon, under-21 national player, indoor player. We also had Sanilin Toon, who was here, also a and junior national player. Tamlin Cock, who also comes through the ranks. And many more to mention. And um, I just think it's, it's, it's an exceptional program. And it started with, you know, Jesse Sarlo, Cesar Tembu, and Rustin Abrams. And they've epitomized what it's like to take such an opportunity. Um, all of them have graduated at university and all of them occupy good jobs to receive a, a stable income and they play good hockey. And um, mentioning those three names, we really have really, really experienced players with Julian Ike's nationally capped player. He's got all the experience in the world, knows where the goals are. And uh, that shows, you know, you know, we have Keenan Wax, who was just top goal scorer at the puck who's an alumni from from Bilyeu College. And this experience does really feed through the kids, giving kids an opportunity to actually play with national players. Another one to mention would be Riza Rosenberg. Also, his vast experience indoor and outdoor. I don't think many clubs do offer that. And not many clubs do offer kids from outside of, you know, their areas 
uh, an opportunity like that. Yeah, I mean, Mada, and, and you know, and I, you and I have chatted before on Hockey the Podcast, and you can always go and give that episode a listen. A, a listen. I mean, you're a Kimberley boy yourself, uh, playing up in Joburg for for Blue. It just shows the the depth and and width that uh, Baloo has gone to to offer hockey opportunities to so many people who may not have got them otherwise. Yeah, no, that that's correct. I am from Kimberley. I wish I could have gotten the opportunities they got. But, you know, I have been granted the opportunity in other ways to work with the staff. When I graduated, um, Ali granted me the opportunity to work with him and Riza in, the, in, in what they were doing at Baloo College. Um, we speak about the commitment to the club. I am residing in Lafayette now in the Northwest. So I do make a valid effort to travel three and a half hours to join the club to make sure that um, I can contribute to um, some sort of success and, and also just enjoy hockey. Uh, absolutely. Amala, it's the way you play. You play with a smile on your face. Um, you also enjoy the, the post-game festivities. And, you know, obviously, Baloo were uh, an outsider uh, three years ago making your debut. Does it feel much more like you're part of the furniture now in the Belgatex Elite Club Challenge? Um, obviously, going into unknown territory, you do feel... You do feel some type of nerves and you do, you're not sure what to expect when you are received. But I, I have to give a big ups to Bialgotex and the organizers, Riverside Hockey Club and everybody that's involved, all the partners as well. As the day we've arrived until the day we've left, we've never felt out. We've always felt part of what they have created here. And it's always a privilege coming back. And it's, it's a really, really an honor to be here. Uh, it's an honor not just for you to be there, but for us to witness you guys being there. Mela, thank you for taking the time. I know uh, you have an important fine session because I heard you missed an open goal. Um, so, <laughs> uh, please, please go ahead back over there. We'll uh, have more chat tomorrow with you after the game. So it's 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Baloo play Old Eds. And if uh, they're able to win and Riverside are able to win against Phoenix after that, we have a Humdinger, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. It is Riverside versus Baloo on Turf 1, 8 o'clock. It'll be live on Enhanced Sport Media, Live ES Media Live, as well as the Super Sport Schools app. So wherever you are, tune in, give it a watch. It is the best club hockey you can see. That's our 2019 champions, Riverside, taking on the challenges, Baloo, in what promises to be a pulsating game of hockey. And uh, we'll be watching out, Maurik, uh, let, let's let's do something for the listeners. If Maurik does score a goal on the stream, he will celebrate by... Well, what celebration can we get you to do? I'll obviously, I'll obviously just point my finger up to the sky and say thank you to Ali for granting me the opportunity and that the goal was for him. Okay, so, so that one's for Ali. And then after you do that, you have to go down and pretend to polish your shoe. <laughs> for you, Ty. There we go, there we go. Well, unless you can do the, 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 the moonwalk like Michael Jackson. Unfortunately, dancing isn't one of my strong points. <laughs> uh, that makes you the odd man out for the blue team. I've seen them in the pub afterwards. I, I, I think there are some guys I can beat on the dance floor. <laughs> I will not mention any names. Uh, Mala, thanks very much. Have a great evening. I'll chat to you more tomorrow. And uh, good luck for those two games. Thank you so much, Ty. Thanks for having me and all of the best for the weekend. Absolutely. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Ty. And that is a wrap 
from day one of the Belgatex Elite Club Challenge. As I said already, check it all out on social media, on ES Media, on Supersport Schools. Be down there at the venue and just join in. Club hockey is alive. Club hockey as well. And pretty much club hockey is elite.